Good afternoon. Welcome in to the Tuesday Tiger Recruiting Show where me, I'm Gabe DeArmond, and Sean Williams, who's not on your screen but will be on your screen momentarily, uh, talk about Missouri recruiting every Tuesday afternoon. I uh, just got done with Eli Drinkwitz's press conference not long ago, going over to practice when we're done, but squeezing the recruiting show in for you guys to update you on everything very shortly. Uh, Sean is our uh, so-called insider expert, uh, guru, whatever you want to call him. Um, you know who is your expert for home loans and mortgages? That would be Brandon Barnes over at USA Mortgage. Uh, he is here in Columbia, Missouri. He played football for Missouri. He coached at Missouri, and then he worked for the Tiger Scholarship Fund. And in the athletic department, he is now out of that game into the mortgage game. And he's the guy you want to go to, uh, 573-818-2772, 573-390-0001. You can get a free quote online at showmemortgage.com. But if you do that, you're passing up a chance to talk to Brandon. And you always want to talk to Brandon. So uh, why don't you give him a call? He's got competitive rates, great customer service, and um, give him the first shot if you're looking at a new home or a refinance or anything along those lines. We'll bring Sean Williams in now and uh, encourage you guys to uh, fire us, fire at us with questions, comments, whatever you've got. I see him over there in the queue. We will get to them as we go along after we exhaust our wealth of knowledge, which... I don't know, Sean, should take 46, 47 seconds anyway, I figure. <laughs> uh, it's that time of year still. Um, Gabe, I do like your intro of me. You gave me like five job titles, and usually if you have five job titles, you have none. So, I mean, right. I don't know how much of an expert or guru I am, it, but uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> well, it's one of those things where you make the guy the associate head coach just so nobody else will hire him away. It really doesn't mean anything, <laughs> except you might have to pay him a little bit more, and he's harder to fire, so. Right, right. I like the intro, though. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's that time of year. And we were talking about it before we came on. What are we going to talk about? Um, well, we'll talk about some things, but there ain't a lot to talk about still because, you know, it's one of those times of year where, look, I think Missouri's going to have some kids come in the next couple of weeks for their home games, but I don't think there'll be a lot of 2022 kids, you know, in terms of like top targets, things like that, you know, because a lot of them are still playing football right now, you know, and, uh, they got playoffs going on. And so I think the crucial visit times will be in December yeah. uh, after the season's over. Oh. And, uh, you know, kids will have more time to kind of come in and, and see that. And, you know, what Missouri has offered some new guys, but, you know, how interested are those guys? We're still trying to figure that out right now. And, you know, I think we'll figure that out once December hits and, you know, we'll see who comes on campus and who doesn't. So also these are two pretty big home games for Missouri. Like they need to win these games to get to a bowl. And that's what Eli Drinkwitz is focused on right now. Not that he's going full Dan Mullen and doesn't want to talk about recruiting during the season, but just (laughs) look, do you want to bring a kid in for an official visit, you know, in mid November where, you've got a game that you really need to and can win, or would you rather bring that kid in in mid-December when you've got a full weekend that you can spend with him and you know kind of devote your time to? And, and almost all coaches, I think, are going to take uh, the second option. So I, we do know of a couple kids that are, that are planning to come in, and uh, like we were talking about before we came on, 
it's very focused on 2023 right now. The first kid, and and Sean, you're going to have to remind me. I think Missouri offered him at some point, but I can't remember. But Tyler Gant out of CBC, a 2023 defensive lineman, tweeted that he's coming in this weekend for the uh, for the South Carolina game, and he's a kid who Kentucky offered him like early in the summer, and then all of a sudden, like he really started picking uh, picking up interest as he was going to camps, and then had a really strong start to the season for CBC. Yeah, surprisingly, Missouri has not offered him yet that okay. I know of. Now, I know he was on campus uh, over the summer. I don't know if he worked out for the staff or anything like that, but they still have not offered him. So it might be a situation where he eventually gets an offer. They just kind of wanted to see him, uh, see his highlights, see his film uh, from this season. So he was, he was at he's a camp. Yeah, I know he was at a camp I was at in June, and he he did go through the stuff. And at that okay. point, it was just kind of we like him, but we're not sure yet. I wouldn't be surprised to see that offer come this weekend during the visit. Yeah, I mean he's already got a handful of Power Five offers. So I think he's got like fourteen overall. So you know he's somebody that's kind of like you said. Uh, once Kentucky offered him this summer, early in the summer, you know, it was kind of a guy that started blowing up and getting more Power Five offers. So. Yeah, I would think Missouri's going to jump in the boat here pretty soon. I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, actually extended an offer this weekend while he was in town. Kind of makes sense. You're there. You're one-on-one. Uh, you know, say, hey, man, you're here. Uh, we want to extend, extend an offer to you make a good impression that way. Yeah. Um, I, I think the big news, at least in the last few days, and it surprised me, I think it probably surprised you, was Samuel Mpemba from uh, – from IMG uh, tweeting that he would be at Missouri's game against Florida. That's a kid all along that we've just kind of thought, like I haven't even really followed him because we just never thought there was any chance there. Yeah, I mean, he goes off to IMG, obviously. And, and uh, I'm, you know, look, he's the, no, he's the 19th ranked kid in tw- the 2023 class. So it's obviously a highly rated kid. Um, he's visited uh, Notre Dame. He's visited some of the Blue Bloods that are obviously interested in him. And I know, like, you know, recently, I think we talked about it on last week's show. He, yeah, I think last week's show, right before we came on, he he uh, he uh, tweeted that he was committing soon. We didn't mm-hmm. know how soon. You know, kids maybe say that and they might commit next week, you know, but uh, right. he actually, uh, <laughs> well, the next day, who knows, you know, but um it turns out he's going to come visit missouri and that's that's good news and you know that that um i know he talked to our miami site uh earlier this week or a few days ago and he said that he's going to commit in the next month or two so uh very broad in that I mean, aspect so that is soon well, yeah that is soon you know yeah. relatively soon but uh you know month or two you never know that could you know and look it's 2023 we can get a month in or two months in and he might not be committed yet. He might want to take other visits. So you just don't know how those things are going to go. But the fact that Missouri is getting a visit is, is good news. And uh, I know a lot of people on the board kind of said, Hey, look, maybe this is a product of, of uh, burden, you know, committing. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure it probably is, you know, you see guys like in Pimbo that sees, you know, guys like burden that are highly rated, uh, go to Missouri, and you know, obviously, Impetus from the St. Louis area. You know, he just he's been at IMG the last year or so. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure that makes a pretty good impression. To, you know, to play with a guy like him and and to uh, you know have kind of that St. Louis feel and everything like that. So the fact that Missouri is getting a visit from him is is pretty big. Yeah, um, and who knows? We'll we'll see where it goes. You know, uh, but I like committing soon a lot better than just like the news dropping sometime tweet with the eyeball emojis you know like what sometime and like do i just have to sit in front of my computer here for six hours or are we talking sometime like you know january 20th 
I like the ones that say they're committing soon, and then like maybe five days later they say committing to the All American Bowl for next year. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> I saw a kid actually commit to the 2024 All American Bowl a couple days ago oh. on Twitter, and I'm like, Dude, I mean, good for you. Early. Like, tweet it. That's awesome. But you what got, are we doing? You got to secure that spot early game nowadays. You know, Appar- or it's going to get taken away. Apparently, I had no idea. Um, <laughs> Kyle wants to know, do you think the staff will fill out the 22 class mostly with defensive players besides other than maybe a running back? I, I would say I would say they want one more offensive lineman, I think, and, and I wouldn't sure. rule out a tight end. Yeah, I haven't heard much on the tight end, but, yeah, definitely an O-lineman because they're, they're, they're still offering O-lineman um, and running back for sure. I mean, we talked about it, De'Anthony Gadsden, the former USC commitment, and uh, the Andrew Paul kid, who's starting to pick up a lot of offers now. Uh, got a lot of attention after that 400-yard performance recently. But he is um, – he's two – those are two guys that they kind of want to add as a second running back to go with Tavares Jones. So uh, pretty good options there. You know, those are two Texas kids to go along with Jones, who's from El Paso. So um, definitely looking to add another running back, definitely looking to add another offensive lineman. Not so sure on tight end, but that's a possibility. But, yeah, the rest of them are probably going to be defensive line, uh, linebacker, uh, secondary for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, Colby wants to know if there's any anything new on Antonio Doyle, and I'll give you my uh, standard smart-ass answer first. Yes, there is. We just have chosen not to tell you guys. Um, but, no, the real answer is nothing beyond what we initially posted. I sent Antonio a text and – haven't heard back. I should probably follow up and 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 try to see if we can get in touch with him um, sometime soon. But all of our indications is that Missouri is certainly, I think, under consideration from his end. Maybe maybe on the short list uh, from his end. And we don't have a great feel right now for will Missouri or take it take him or not. I, I would lean toward they would take him, but also like. I, I can't stress this enough. Even they don't really know how many spots they have left right now. You know, I mean, they, they've kind of got to wait till the end of the year and figure out how many of the kids that they want back also want to come back, how many kids are going to transfer out, how many spots they have. And I know people watching this are going, well, come on, they know that. They really <clears throat> don't know that. I, I, I don't think they know how many spots they have right now. Like, it could be as few as, theoretically, it's not going to be this, but it could theoretically be as few as, like, just a couple spots left. Now, it could be as many as, like, 12, but it, you just don't know yet. So, I, I don't think you can just – I'm not sure if today Antonio Doyle is a kid that they say, hey, no doubt, no-brainer, we'll take him and figure out the numbers later. I think they've got to know a little bit more about the numbers first. Yeah, I think we uh, kind of touched on this a little bit last week in terms of surprises at the end of the year. Once your season's over, you may know who's coming back, and you uh, you might have a good idea, but there will probably be some guys that will surprise you and say, hey, I'm jumping in the transfer portal, you know. So uh, to know the numbers exactly, yeah, you're right, Gabe. Probably, uh, probably something they don't know exactly right now, and, and it's going to be kind of up to Missouri staff. If, like you said, is, is he a surefire take for them? Um, you know, and that's just going to be based on what they see from the film, what he's done at Texas A&M. I know he's kind of, uh, he was a linebacker coming out of high school. He's played a little DN for, for A&M now, which obviously linebacker, uh, DN's kind of two, two needs for Missouri right now. Yeah. But, you know, is he a surefire take? Uh, you know, we'll see I, to be determined right now, I believe. I think linebacker is a bigger need than defensive end. I mean, they've, you know, I, I think Trajan Jeffcoat's back next year. 
um, the way he's playing. I think Isaiah McGuire's had a pretty good year, so I think those might be your starters next year. You get Kyron Montgomery and Travion Ford healthy. You got Johnny Walker and Arden Walker. Like, yeah, if there's a guy that you think can can come in and be immediately in the rotation at defensive end, I, I think you at least think about it. But also then you got to think, hey, if we take that guy, what's Arden Walker think? What's Kyron Montgomery think? You know, whereas that linebacker, Look, man, they need dudes. I mean, they need dudes badly <laughs> at linebacker. Um, so yeah, I, I think it might come down to, do you think he can maybe lose that 10 or 15 pounds and play linebacker? Yeah, and obviously, uh, just kind of bring it up too, obviously Antonio Doyle knows Missouri well. <laughs> he was committed to Missouri for a while, you know, before he, uh, before he uh, you know, committed to A&M. So he knows a lot about the program, obviously different staff there, whenever he was committed, but uh, – yeah, it makes sense. You know, we, we talked about it last week. You know, everybody everybody that enters the portal is a topic of conversation on our right. message board. But Antonio Doyle is a guy that does make sense in terms of position of need and familiarity with the Missouri program. So it is worth talking about. And obviously, there is some interest there on Missouri's end, at least reaching out and showing some interest. But yeah. like, like I said, we'll we'll see how the uh, we'll see what the interest level is on both sides moving forward here. Yeah, um, depressed Mizzou fan. I'm I'm sorry, man. I hope something something goes your way here soon. But uh, he wants to know who could you see as Mizzou's first commit of the 2023 class. Uh, I don't know, Sean. You want to take your first shot at this, and, and then I've got I, I've got kind of the guy that I think makes sense. But I'd probably go uh, Logan Reichard. Yeah, the uh, offensive lineman out of Raytown. Yeah, that that's where I was leaning. We've heard Mizzou, Georgia for him for a long time. He's got a ton of ties to Missouri. He's a guy that you mm. could really get behind. Brett Norfleet is a guy that that I'm not sure would be out of the question, but he's starting to pick up some offers and and maybe have a little bit more, uh, a few more options than than he thought he would have a month or two ago. Um, I I think you also have to in look, I'm not going to pretend to have done this, but you kind of have to go maybe into the lower-ranked kids or or the the little lower-profile in-state kids who maybe have been offered. Um, it, but Logan Reichert's a top 100 kid. Brett Norfleet is, is, you know, not an unknown commodity. And I'm not saying a kid that doesn't have any other options, but maybe a kid that Missouri offered pretty early and other Power 5 schools either haven't or – or kind of waited a little bit longer to see just one of those kids that rather than like being ranked two or three in the state, like maybe he's ranked like 10 or 11 in the state, but Missouri likes him and jumped in with an offer early. A lot of times that's where the really early commitments come from, like Max Weisner last year. Mm. Uh, I think Ja'Kai Lang is a guy yeah. that uh, kind of fits that profile too, the kid out of, of Troy, uh, Missouri. So I, I know they've recently went and watched him play and He's been on campus a couple of times, so I think he's a guy that definitely kind of fits that profile. He does have Power 5 offers, but um, I think it's a guy that uh, kid that Missouri could get earlier on. Going back to Norfleet, I think the biggest thing with Norfleet is going to be baseball. Uh, mm -hmm. He definitely wants to play baseball in college, so who's going to give him the opportunity to do both? Uh, talking to him recently, you know, he's definitely mentioned Missouri and Tennessee were uh, two options in that regard in terms of baseball and everything like that. So at least, uh, at least uh, staffs that are open to him doing both. So I think that's going to play a big factor for him. He did say that he might kind of, uh, you know, kind of, you know, uh, figure out and focus on a few schools after his season's over. And he's took a few more visits and didn't and just kind of uh, 
maybe take a few more visits in the spring and kind of see where he's at, make a, make a pretty, uh, make a decision sometime during the spring. So that's a possibility too. But yeah, I think the, you bring up a good point there that, uh, you know, kind of lower level guys that aren't top 100 or top 250 guys. And I think Jakai Lang is probably a guy that fits that profile too. So. Yeah. Tom is asking if Alabama has offered Marquise Gracial. Seems like you would be a guy that would jump if he had the chance. So we reported, yeah. I don't know, Sean, that's been like a month. I think that we said, Hey, our information is that Bama's no longer pursuing him. I mean, technically, yes, they offered him at one point, offered, but, yeah, but he could not commit there right now. He's locked in. He's coming to Missouri. Um, you know, even uh, though he says he's taking other visits, but I don't right. think he's going to, he says he's but. taking other visits, but like <laughs> we're a couple weeks away, man, if that's going to happen, that I needs mean, to happen. Yeah, and I mean, he keeps talking about it. And he even even said that at the uh, at Lucy Burton's uh, mm-hmm. announcement. You know, he's he's really solid. I mean, he did mention maybe he might go to Oregon. Uh, I don't know how much Oregon's pursuing him. Uh, but yeah, this, the thing with Alabama, you know, I know he visited there during the summer, but uh, that you know the interest there kind of dwindled, and he never. Mm-hmm. He, I don't think he's going to take a visit there anymore. So yeah. Um, Brett Stevens wants to know is a corner who can compete for a spot on the two deep a priority and does Moses Alexander have a chance to be that uh, Sean I, I'll let you start there because I know you wrote about the kid this morning yeah <laughs> how convenient I do know a lot about <laughs> Moses Alexander uh, but yeah I think uh, yeah I think he would be I mean he's, he's tall uh, he's a big corner he's six foot three and I, I think that's what I like him at his corner uh, they said that you know he said he likes you know, uh, Fletcher likes his physicality, his versatility. So, um, and that's, you know, that's kind of a, uh, a kid that doesn't seem like there's a lot of competition for him right now. He's mm-hmm. got, uh, he's got official visits to Missouri in December. I think that's on the third, he said. And then, uh, I think he's taken one in, uh, Utah, uh, yeah. here in a couple of weeks. Uh, so, um, not really sure. I'm sure he'll probably take some other visits, but he's going to be a mid-year guy. But yeah, I think he would be, I mean, look, we, we mentioned in this, I think secondary, you want to, you want to offer guys that could come in and compete right away, uh, especially secondary, maybe defensive line. And then, uh, you know, obviously having uh, two years of Juco experience will, will help out. I mean, I think they see Moses as some guy that can come in and, and be on the two deep right away. Yeah. But here's the other thing. I'm looking at the scholarship chart. They have 11 defensive backs that are here through either 24 or 25 right now. Um, and, I mean, they're guys that play. Ishburdeen and Chris Abrams-Drain right now are theoretically redshirt freshmen. They both play a good amount at cornerback. Ennis Rakestraw actually only played in four games before he got hurt, so he theoretically is a redshirt freshman again next year and would have four seasons to go. Snoop Reeves is a kid that got hurt in spring ball, but they're high on him. Uh, DJ Jackson has played in five or six games as a true freshman this year, so he's already, if he's not on the 2DP, certainly will be next year when a Caleb Evans and and Allie Green leave. Uh, Davion Sistrunk, is, he's only been in a game or two, but they signed him last year. Um, Dalen Carnell, they signed him as a corner. I think he's at safety now, but... You know, uh, then over at safety, you've got Jelani Williams, Jalen Carlisle, uh, Tyler Jones, and Tyler Hibbler, um, who are all young guys. Chris Sheeran is, uh, you know, I, I guess, I don't know if he's a slot corner now. We have him listed as safety, but I think he's more of a slot corner. He's got at least two more years after this. So, I don't know. I mean, I know they lose Green and Evans, and I guess they could go into next year going, hey, I don't think that enough of these guys are ready to be starters and so we need somebody who is but to me more than a high school guy 
that's when you're talking transfer. Like, if you're looking for a guy that can join the two deep at corner, I think you go transfer. If you're signing Moses Alexander or if you're signing another high school guy, I think you're more looking at, okay, we need some depth, but we don't necessarily need him on the field till like, 2024. That's excellent analysis by you, Gabe. A terrible yeah. recruiting pitch for a Juco kid, though. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. My bad. <laughs> yeah. You bring up a you bring up a good point. That's probably not what they're going to tell him. Well, in that in case, yeah. The, okay, so I mean, JUCO kid is similar to a transfer. So yeah, if they think right, he can help right. right away, he can help right away. Now, I don't know if they. It, to me, if they sign a JUCO or a transfer there, you are kind of going. Well, does that say something about either where Snoop Reeves is at in his rehab or does that say something what you think of Rakestraw coming back you know I, I mean there's a uh, also they've got Marcus Scott in this class um who uh is gonna enroll in January now I'm, I'm not sure you know that he's necessarily a guy that you say hey we we think he's in the two deep next year but but the right. point is they got a lot of young defensive backs on this roster yeah, I think that's something that's kind of it will be intriguing. Looking forward to see who they add. You know, they're, obviously they're they're pushing. Seems like they're pushing pretty hard for Moses Alexander. They've got yeah. an official visit already scheduled. So, uh, what is that? What is that? It's like you said. What do they think about the other yeah. guys? And hey, who who might hit the transfer portal? You know, uh, right. remains to be seen. You know, well, so. Yep. Never have too many. Um, you, you sort it out later, I guess. So, um, right. That's kind of how it works, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. I mean, eighty-five limit. What's that? We we just sign a hundred and twelve, and we'll worry about which twenty-seven are going to leave <laughs> later on. Um, well, it's like you try to recruit the best players, and then the players that are on the roster have to earn their jobs, and if they yeah. don't, well, then, I mean, they have options. So, right, and and you know, it, like it's fair to wonder about some guys that aren't. I mean. Like, Allie Green and Caleb Evans, I think, have another year left. But I think it's pretty – they were both pretty clear when they came here. You know, I'm out after a year. You know, that I don't think they're right. – I, I think even if – like, even if they find out they're not NFL guys, I think they might just say, well, that's cool. I'll go do whatever I'm going to do, you know. Right. I, I could be misreading that. We'll see. But, but again, it goes back to the whole – we got to kind of wait a month to figure out really how many spots and, and, and where they're going to be looking for kids. Cause if something happens like, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen. But like all of a sudden after the season, if Tyler Beatty was like, yo man, I really like it here. I just want to play another year. Okay, cool. You're good. We'll take you back. Uh, <laughs> we don't need a running back in this class all of a sudden. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of things can happen in this next month, you know, when the season ends and everything. So I think it's why you're going to probably see, like I said, we mentioned this earlier, but you're going to see a lot of these 2022 kids come in in December, you know, the third or the, or the 10th, that, those two weekends, because I think Missouri is going to try to figure that out what is a priority, you know, and who they need to bring in and, and things like that. I think they'll have a little bit better uh, picture on that in December for sure. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Sean, you want to talk about anything else, man? Just uh, anything else going on in your life you need to need to need to talk about? Uh, no, I'm surprised nobody mentioned Dominic Orange, which we kind of already mentioned this before, but he did do an interview with our Kansas site and oh, pretty right. much did not mention Missouri. So, I mean, that kind of that kind of uh, jives with what we've been saying. Missouri's interest is kind of waned there. Mm -hmm. um, seems like it's going to be more of a Kansas-Iowa State battle, even though he says he's going to try to take visits to Ohio State and uh, um, yeah. some other top programs. But I don't really think he's going to go to Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, I'm going to try to take a visit to Ohio State, too. They won't know I'm there, but i just go check it out. So, <laughs> so. You can always sneak in like uh, – 
like our man did, uh, and I can't even think of his name, committed to Clemson. Uh, Toriano Pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah Toriano Pride. And no, we don't have any indication anything's happening there. So. No, no, no. But it, it is funny you said that, and we, we can we can do the Toriano Pride. Just just come to the game and hang out. <laughs> there you do. go. All right, Sean. <laughs> appreciate it, man. We'll let you run. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, that is uh, Sean Williams getting you up to date on everything Mizzou recruiting. He even knows which kids are JUCO kids and which kids are high school kids. And sometimes I need a little help on that front, obviously. So uh, appreciate you guys hanging out here with us. If you're uh, watching live, do me a favor before you log off, and that is just uh, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. That way you're always going to get a heads up when we go live. You'll get a push notification uh, on your phone. So if you're not doing anything, you can just kind of pull up that YouTube app and, and check us out. So um, do those two things if you're watching live. If you're listening on the podcast, which I'm going to upload as soon as this is done, leave us a nice review. Say some kind words about us. We encourage, I believe, five is the most stars you can give. If you find a way to give six, give that. Uh, but do those two, two things for us and uh, it helps us out this is something that we provide for free to all you guys all year long and um, you know it, it does help us the more people that watch um, the more people that know what we're doing uh, that allows us to continue to do these things for you guys every day for free um, so if you like that keep on doing it appreciate you guys and also appreciate brandon barnes for making that possible um he helps us out with this show every single week brandon is over at usa mortgage you can check them out at showmemortgage.com you can get in touch with him directly at bbarnes at usa-mortgage.com or at either of those two phone numbers there 573-818-2772 or 573-590-0001 one thing i can promise you is brandon is going to get back to you promptly he is going to provide you excellent customer service. He's not going to waste your time. He's going to get you the best rates he can get you. And he is going to be with you every step of the way throughout, whether it's a refinance, whether you're buying a new home, whatever you're doing. Um, Brandon is the guy that you at least need to start to search with. At least give him a shot and uh, and say, hey, here's what I'm looking at. What can you do for me? Brandon's going to do his best. He's going to get you the best rate he can get you, and he will take care of you throughout the entire process. We've been working with Brandon for a couple years, and he is always responsive and very helpful, anything he can do for you. So check out Brandon over at showmemortgage.com. Get your free online quote. Thanks for watching, guys. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, Mitchell Forty join me for the 573 report. Thursday, we're going to preview South Carolina. Friday, we'll make some more picks. I I just added it up. I'm, I think, 17 games over, 16 games over 500, something like that this year. So you guys are missing out on my free gambling advice every Friday if you're not checking out that those shows. So appreciate it, guys. Talk to you later on.